this is Dr. Fred Boystrang, and welcome to Moment for Mission. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. Today on Moment for Mission, we're going to think about this question. What is not your mission? And why would it be important to consider? Well, we'll get to that momentarily. But first, it's time for a Fred Foy fact. Our family has some strange names and monikers floating around. My dad was not very tall, but everyone called him Big Shorter. My older brother is very tall, but we call him Little Shorter. I really do have a cousin called Bud, and an Uncle Bam, and a Lucille, Letty, and Lavinia. And of course, I have that double first name, Fred Foy. Not Fred, not a hyphenated surname, but just Fred Foy. For me, I think much of the time when I'm frustrated and feeling like I'm far from my mission and vision, it's because I'm far from my mission and vision. (laughs) What I mean is this, that I have become heavily involved in things that are not necessarily my mission. Now, I'm not involved in awful activities or harmful practices. I'm just doing things, most often good things, maybe even necessary things, but still things that are not getting me closer to achieving my mission. Sound familiar? I was walking the other day through the bush from one Maasai village to another and came upon this young Moran herding his animals. He was standing stork-like on one leg, propped on his spear, and he was watching them carefully as the bush was quite thick. I greeted him and we ate the news a bit, and as all Maasai are wont to do, he turned the conversation to discuss the animals. He remarked how he had to watch them carefully because they would nibble their way lost. I love that image because it describes me much of the time. Maybe you can relate as well. I often get involved in something, a good something, and I put my head down and I work away at it with all my time and all my energies. When I finally pop my head up, I am often a long way from making progress on my mission. I had nibbled my way lost. Jesus knew that his followers would have a tendency to forget him and the service he desired them to do in exhibiting his love on earth and nibble their way lost. Jesus had a serious warning for those who would be about his mission. No one puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God from the Gospel of Luke. Now, maybe Jesus was drawing on his knowledge of the Hebrew Bible from Deuteronomy. You must therefore be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn to the right nor to the left. Staying the course, not swerving to the right or left. This is not an easy thing to do. If it were, the world would certainly be a much better place, wouldn't it? Nevertheless, it's precisely why I need to take a daily moment for mission, 
to think about what's important to me and how that can help both those immediately around me and beyond. I just get distracted far too easily. Well, I hope you form some ideas about what your mission is. Maybe these are big things, maybe they're small things, but if you've been following this podcast along and taking a moment here and there for mission, then I bet you have some sort of goals, a vision before you, a mission. One thing that helps me is to recognize what is not my mission, and that is to create a visual. And one visual that I can think of and that I can describe to you is that of a shape. As you think through your personal mission or your organizational mission, you'll likely come up with a number of general areas where you wish to concentrate your efforts. Take, for example, the classic triumvirate of body, mind, and soul. If you wanted to work toward defining a personal mission statement that gives consideration to these three, the shape of an equilateral triangle would be well suited. So for this example, draw in your mind or on a piece of paper a triangle. Now picture this. On each of the sides of the triangle, write one of your focal areas. In this illustration, on one side, we'd write body. On another, mind. And on the third, soul. This gives a visual concept to that for which you're striving. The things that you focus your attention on will lie within the confines of the triangle's boundaries. Other things, as good as they may be, are placed outside the boundaries of your mission foci. In this example, say I want to start a physical fitness program. Now, that aligns with my focal area of body. So I write inside the triangle, join a gym and work out three days a week. And another, maybe I have as a major life goal to finish my degree. That aligns with my mind focus area. So I write inside the triangle, research online options at my university and enroll in one course. And what if I also want to reconnect with a faith community? Well, now that lines up with a concentration on soul. So I write inside the triangle, attend services and evaluate four different faith communities in the next month. The graphic can be as large as you wish to fit different statements, or you can even create a shape graphic with one of your mission goals on each of the lines of the shape. So now comes the hard part. What is outside and what do you do with those things? In the triangle example we're going with, let's say I want to get a different job in order to make a better salary. Where do I write that? Now, that's a good thing, right? More money. But look at your shape graphic. And here and in other instances, you may have to go back and review your whole mission statement to attain some clarity. But does the goal of having more money help my body to get in shape? Does it help my mind in finishing my college degree? How does it relate to my soul and reconnecting to a faith community? Now, of course, we can split hairs and find some way that making more money will relate to all of those areas. 
But here's the rub. You just have to be really honest with yourself. Ask yourself, how badly do I want my mission to be achieved? If it is not bad enough to say no to some things in order to realize your vision, then maybe it is your mission that needs review rather than the what is not your mission. In the show notes, I have links to my website and others where you can find a number of examples, worksheets, and charts that deal with developing and defining your mission. Check it out. I've done a lot of living over the years, and I'm just beginning to get around to some of the things that have been part of my mission and vision for decades, but I'm not sad about that. They are happening. I've kept them as important and in providential timing. Some of those long-nurtured seedlings are going to bear fruit. Now, some of the seeds of my mission are still just that, seeds. They haven't even begun to sprout, but I'm continuing to nurture them along. You know, life is far from simple and far from painless. There are necessary and important things that move in and out of our life experience that cause our mission to simply be put on hold, sometimes briefly and other times indefinitely. That's okay. That is just the ebb and flow of this life. If you're in a nebulous period in your mission formation or pursuit, don't be discouraged. This phase will pass and you'll emerge a stronger person, better equipped to tackle that mission. For today, start thinking about the what is and the what isn't of your mission. Life and pursuing our mission in it is certainly a journey. It is a marathon. It's not a sprint. If it's important to you, you can and you will do it. Big or small, visible or invisible, what will be your moment for mission today? This is Dr. Fred Foystrang encouraging you to keep an eye on the prize of your mission and have a great day.